follow up this poll. It is Monday, the 21st of December 2020, and the time is 10.03 a.m. I am joined here today by an absolute power couple in the realm of South Indian art, culture, and heritage, Kalamandalam Vijayakumar and Kalamandalam Barbara Vijayakumar, also known as Vijayakumar and Barbara. Hello to you both. Hello. Hi, hello. Hello. Just a quick introduction from me because I really want the two of you to explain what it is you do and why because I do not think I could do justice to this answer. Uh, so Vijaya is a world-renowned Kathakali actor and Barbara is the world's first female Chutti makeup artist. Together they are the co-founders of the Kala Chetana Kathakali company and one of the first people from Kerala, India to settle in Southampton, UK. They are also the authors of the book, Our Journey, which is a book dedicated to the people of Kerala and their remarkable history. I have been lucky enough to have received a copy of the ebook version and I loved reading every single page. Now, before we get into your story and the reason why you decided to write this book, there are a few words I have just mentioned there, which I think would need explaining for many of our listeners. So Vijaya Kumar, perhaps you could start by explaining what is Kathakali? Yeah, Kathakali means, Katha means in Malayalam, is story, Kali means play. Kathakali means a story, play. But when using Kathakali story, play means, is using the sign language, the facial expression, and the body language to tell the story, Lots of people think Kathakali is a dance. Kathakali is not a dance, Kathakali is a drama. And as actually the feeling of the music to, to create a drama, that is the procreation of Kathakali is more than any other art form to, to tell the stories. And perhaps could you explain how this art form came about? Um, what do you mean came out, we've been created? Yeah, how, how was it created? What, what were the origins of it? Yeah, our origin, Kathakali's origin, actually, uh, we got a big temple in Kerala called Guruvayur. In the court, when the Calicut king decided to perform his Krishna stories in a Guruvayur temple uh, called Krishna Natam. That is Krishna stories to perform at eight days in the story, the beginning to the end. So that is a, a story. Then so, uh, other king in Kottarakara king decide to make Rama stories for a, eight days. So that is start to begin to Kathakali to create. Um, so then it's different, different stories add him up. But the king in Kalikat king was a very, very uh, knowledgeable and very uh, artistic. Uh, he knew what he was doing. It's never ever performed any story like that before using the, because actors not speak in the stage, they are acting without spoke, spoken, spoken language. So they want to tell the story because the people are in the temple or outside the temple, no understand the spoken language or Sanskrit, but they understand the sign language. So they took that sign language to create this drama visual drama to tell because of the the bhakti the uh, what they call the devotion to bring that devotion to the moral stories to the people so that is that is the beginning of kathakali thank you and how did you get involved with kathakali me oh um when i was a 
eight or nine, and my, uh, I saw it the school in a in, near my school in the village, uh, Katagali show. So I went with show with, with my dad and saw the show. I thought it was fantastic, and I thought I want to study. So when I finished my school and I applied to the Kalamandalam, Kalamandalam is a main institution in Kerala. So I got an admission in Kerala in Kalamandalam, and then I started to study Kathakali in, in Kalamandalam. I was in um, more than 11 years and studied, 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 and traveling, performing all over the world and in you, you know, and, and in India. And that is that was the beginning of my my entire life is changed. And I finished the school, I left home, went to Kalamandalam, stayed with other, you know, students and starting to study. And how was the training like at the Kalamandalam oh, school? The Kathagali's training is very, actually, Kathagali is based on martial arts called Kalari, Kalari Payet. Uh, and that is very, very hard um, training in, in um, you know, so you have to wake up four o'clock in the morning and then go to the classroom and starting to the massage, oil massage and body exercise, practice and practice and practice and practice. And it, you, we finish something like a 6.30. Then we go, we go to our room and have a shower and, you know, and then get a breakfast and then 8.30 start again, 12 o'clock finish. And then get a mid midday meal, bit of rest, two o'clock. We go back again to the class to five o'clock that this is going on and on and on. So the beginning is very, very hard, very demanding. You know, you you are young, you don't know what you're doing and, um, you know, you're tired. But one first year, second year, and you are getting the environment, you know what is, you know, then it's starting to, your Arangetam is the first show that is exciting. And then it's starting to perform small, small characters. Then you go to temples after temples or theaters and, you know, and life is completely changed. To, to you are, your environment will change, your life is changed, and you become a performer. Wow. So, so, yeah. so it's very rigorous. Um, you, you, the discipline you must have learned must have been, you know, absolutely, different level. You know, I exercise, Scott, I'm, you know, a couple of hours I exercise and face looks because in Kavalali, you have to train individually the hands, the face, the body, and then all put together the music called on the, the daytime the classes the all the musicians come into the classroom and the, the teacher is sitting in front of front of here and teacher is telling to what to do and also he maybe sometimes moving with you uh, you know things like that and that is making um yes very very hard uh, to perform and only uh, three or four students in a classroom so that because the, you always get that attention to the from the teacher so the basically we call face-to-face -face teaching. That is, you know, is you are learning from the the guru, and then you are, you know, become, you know, the it's like a family, and then you, you know, slowly, slowly building up. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask about the scale of Kathakali when you were growing up? So, how many people were there like you also learning the art form in, in Kerala or in India? Oh yeah, Kathakali is actually belong to Kerala. And because based on the Malayalam and Sanskrit language, and so uh, yeah, Kathakali is only in Kerala. No other part of 
you know, what some of the group in Delhi, some of the group in Bombay, some of the group in uh, in Calcutta, but actually Kathakali group only, uh, sorry, Kathakali origin in, in Kerala. And when we are students, so many uh, artists was in Kerala, still in the Kerala. Uh, but when we are students, maybe in Kathakali in a college, maybe 40 students were Kathakali maximum. I said the beginning, Kathakali is uh, started, you know, the Krishnanatam, then Krishnanatam to the other stories, Ramanatam, and then these other stories come up. Um, and also Kathakali is took lots of elements from other art forms because only in India left old Sanskrit drama called Kudiyatam. That is more than two or 3,000 years old and still they're performing. But the Kudiyatam is a different is the actors telling the slogan and then act. Uh, when the, the problem is, um, I think that is all Kathali began because when the actor got all these costumes and the makeup and everything, then he or she come into the stage starting to talk or tell the, the poems, then you know who he is or she is. So the Calicut King understood that and he brought the singing behind the actor, then actor to perform. That was a big development, it's a Kathakali to, to beginning with, with, then using the drums, the movements, and also Kuriyatam using the sign language that sign language is also it's a mudra using the Indian all the Bharatanatyam uh, or a Mohiniyatam or a Kuchipudi or everyone using the sign language. The same element using the Kuriyatam also. That is actually a language telling the story. So Kathakali took that sign language to stylize to tell the stories. What, what else you want to know? Great. No, thank you. Well, from what I've picked up from your book, especially was that in the early tw uh, 20th century, there was a revival of this art form. Is that something yeah. you could pick up on? Okay, that's good. The book is actually wrote by Barbara, not me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. inspired by you. <laughs> yeah, actually what happened was when, um, you know, in India had a loss of uh, Islamic invasion, then the English invasion, and so, all that in, uh, you know, the people coming from other part of the world, they starting to die out all the art homes and that was happened all over India. So, but in Kerala, I think the Kudiyatam survived because of Kerala is cut off from the other part of India because the mountains one side, the seas other side. So that's why maybe survive in Kerala. Um, but what the question was, sorry? Uh, so, so in the uh, early 20th century, yeah, there was yeah, a revival yeah, yeah. of... Was right out. And also, the, the, you know, the, uh, India was run by the Islamic invasion, then the British. Um, so Kathakali is going down uh, because of north of support from the, from the kings, because the kings support the art forms in Kerala. And then that is starting to fade. At that time, um, uh, the, the poet Walatol, uh, decide this is going down, going die without we do something about it. And so he started to few Kathakali artists to bring together to start a, a small classroom in uh, where we live in, in Kerala, Cheruduriti, called Cheruduriti. 
that is now University of Kalamandalam. So that is, yeah, he brought all the uh, uh, surviving few drummers, few singers, and uh, one great guru called Patikyanduri Ramuni Menon, and he was only left. So they start in the you know, 20th century, started the, the, the new beginning. So that is, we are all product of, of that parambara, that what, what they call a, um, the line of, yeah, you know, my, uh, my yeah. teacher was, my teacher was actually the, this Ramuni Menon's son, Padmanavan Nairasan. So, you know, and then now, then is now is yeah, now his people are, are, are some, yeah, not that many people, but you know, enough people uh, in Kerala, yes. Yeah, it seems like as with many ancient art forms, that relationship between the guru and the student is how it is passed down and preserved from generation to generation. And this is something I really want to touch on um, and talk about further with you both. But before we get to that stage, Barbara, it would be really helpful if you could explain what is a chutti makeup artist? And also if you could explain the, the meaning behind your title, Kalamandalam Barbara Vijaya Kumar, that would be very helpful. Okay, yeah, my title of Kalamandalam is a great honor for me. It means that I trained and studied at the full time at the Karela Kalamandalam. And the reason I studied there was an accident. I was traveling overland to Australia, hitchhiking through Europe, Turkey, Iran, Afghanistan, Pakistan, and eventually arriving in India. And a minute I crossed into India, I felt I'd come home everything was normal i was like with my family i was very poor i traveled and all i had was tomatoes water and bread but lovely bread it was always warm and freshly baked and and i didn't want anything i was just wanted to travel and meet people but in india i got off the train at the wrong stop in kerala by accident and i was um walking down a road wondering where I was and somebody said have you been to the school I said what school I'd never heard of Katakali and that was the Karela Kalamandalam and I met a lovely lady called Leela Nambudripad and at the time I'd just finished training in the UK as a visual artist at Winchester School of Art and Rochdale College of Art and I wanted to learn makeup. So I asked Leela Nambudripad if I could train to do the makeup. And she said, yeah, it's a two year course. So I came back to England, worked as a gardener to save up enough money to go back. Again, overland. For some reason, I didn't know you could fly to India. I thought you had to go overland. So I arrived at the Karela Kalamandalam and uh, went to the office and was told by the superintendent that my Ashan or guru would, would come. And when my Ashan walked in that office, I felt I was in the presence of something so powerful that I was then taken across to my gallery or classroom. And there was one other person there called Ramachandran who was my classmate. And together we studied. And first of all, 
learning the chutti, which is the three-dimensional white sections of the facial makeup is incredible. But I, because I'd never even seen Katakali at that point, I still didn't know what I was doing. And when I was given a pot, a coconut pot, a shell um, with rice paste in it and an overturned earthenware pot on the floor, I had to sit cross-legged on the floor and dribble this white paste in like a long worm shape, following the designs that my Ashan had drawn. I had no idea what I was even doing. And then on the Friday night, my Ashan said, there's a performance and you must come and see it. So I went to Kalamandalam that Friday evening and I saw Padma Sri Kalamandalam Gopi performing Bhima and my Ashan doing the Chuti. And from that minute on, I knew my life would change forever. I had never seen anything so powerful. The character was totally transformed by this amazing makeup. And being a visual artist, I responded to the visual impact of Katakali. And I saw Padmashri Kalamandalam Gopi performing Katakali for the very first time. And I was spellbound. I didn't understand any of it, but I knew I was in the presence of something very, very sacred and very, very special. And I knew I had to train really hard, but I had no idea why. I just knew I had to. So my teacher, the great legend, Kalamandalam Govinda Warrior Ashan, the best and greatest chutti and costume legend that has ever lived, taught me all the makeup through sound because he couldn't speak Mali English and I couldn't speak Malayalam. So instead of saying it's straight here and then it curves a bit and then straight again, he just went, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and, and even cutting the paper shapes now where he would go, ah, 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 and ah, ah, ah is a different shape. And I still remember the sounds when I'm cutting the paper shapes. So, but first I had to learn to control the three-dimensional rice paste, which is built up in layers, a little bit like icing a cake, that control and flow of a line of paste that then slowly dries. Into that, you insert paper shapes. I had to learn to control that. And that took a lot of patience, hours and hours and hours. But because I knew I had to study properly, I used to train in the evening, in the weekends, all through the um, vacation time. And anybody with a face, I would grab them and practice on their faces. So when the student, the acting students saw me, they'd run because they knew I'd say, can I practice on your face? And with so many happy memories, but it was hard work, especially for me sitting cross-legged for eight hours a day. It was so difficult, 
But when you're doing chutti, you go into this timeless space where there's no time, there's no pain, there's nothing, just chutti and transforming the actor into this incredible, powerful character like Bhima or Krishna or Hanuman. And Ashan taught me everything I know. In fact, today is a very special day because it's his anniversary of the day he died. And when he died, Vijaya gave him his last rites with some water and I was holding his feet in a hospital near Otapalam. And as he took his last breath, I said, Ashan, I will always stay at your feet. And then he died. And Ashan is, is with me all the time. Every single chutti that I do, I do in his honor. And we, me and Vijaya always say, the quality of your work is in the quality of your training. If the training is good, then what you produce will be good. And you have to start with devotion and devotion to your Ashan or Guru, devotion to the art form. Devotion is a wonderful, powerful thing that carries you forward when you're tired or you, you don't want to do it or it's raining, it's monsoon time. When you have devotion, the only thing that matters in my case is Chuti. So before I left Kalamandalam in 1976, after training for two years, I wanted to test myself to make sure that I could do any Chuti for any performance. So I organized a, a performance at the Kalamandalam, students only, no Ashkans. And we did three stories, Kalyana Saudigam, Kichikavada, and what was the other one? Dakshiagam. And Dakshiagam. Normally that would take three or four Chuti artists. I did that single-handed. And the reason I could do that was because of my Ashan's blessing and training. And it took seven hours of chuti. And traditionally, you must, the evil character must be killed before sunrise. And the sun was coming and we had to <laughs> quick to get the end of the performance to get um, the, uh, the performance over before the sun rose. And, and then after that, I traveled back overland to go back to England. Again, no idea what the future would bring. Established my own abstract performance art company called Center Ocean Stream. And that toured throughout England for about 10 years. Then I went back to Kalamandalam and I couldn't believe what I saw and that was so many young artists who were really suffering because they had no money, they had no support, but they had finished their courses. And I had the idea, if I took Katakali to Britain and was able to pay good wages, they could come back to India and do Katakali without worrying about money. So that's why 
Vijaya and me founded the Kalachetana Katakali Company to help young artists survive. And uh, after the first tour in 1988, we developed and brought senior artists like Padma Sri Kalamandalam Gopi, Kalamandalam Nelly Odashan, um, so many, many great artists. So the quality of Katakali in the UK was sky high. We did it sincerely, we did it with devotion, we did it accurately and um, always with respect to Kalamandalam and to Katakali. Wow. So the Chiti plays a huge role in the visual image of what Katakali is. And then into that, the actor injects the incredible training that they've gone through to bring emotion, to bring character, to bring movement, to bring communication, to bring language into that character and relate to the other characters in the story. And that of course is supported by rhythm through the drummers who reflect the emotion of that section that is being sung word for word by the singers in poetry form. So Katakali is a team of everybody working in their specialist subject to create probably, possibly, the greatest form of sacred theatre on earth. Wow, you can really feel the passion coming through you there. And uh, let, let's unpick a few of those concepts that you've just spoken about. Um, so firstly, uh, I, I loved it when you were telling us about how your teacher would uh, explain things to you through through sound. Um, and one of the things you're known for is being the world's first female Chitti artist. So can you explain that? Why were there no other females who, were, who had done this before? What made you the first one? Well, when I told my dad, dad, I'm the first woman in the whole world ever to train as a Chitti artist thinking he'd be really impressed. He said, hey, they must have seen you coming. So nah. <laughs> in, in my dad's opinion, I were an idiot, mm. but it, it, I believed I was taken to Katakali because remember I was going to Australia, not to India and got off a train at the wrong stop. So something took me there. And it was very, very difficult for a female because at that time, uh, boys and girls were separated, segregated, and the boys had the boys hostel, the girls had the girls hostel, and they only saw each other when they went in a line from their class back to their hostels. So they weren't used to mixing with a female. So that meant that I was left on my own I was in the corner of a dressing room while all the boys were having a really nice social time and I was really lonely. But I just sat there and I watched, you know, and did what I should do. And I was quiet and got on with my chutis. So I never disturbed anybody. And the big top Ashans really admired that they saw that I was there just to do chutti not to mess about so I was being watched and I was being tested but when um, I was sitting waiting for the next 
actor to come for the chutty, I heard one of them say, that means I don't want the white woman. I heard this and I understood that. I was furious and I put my coconut pot of rice paste down. I stood up, I walked out of the green room and walked all the way back to Kalamandalam. And I said, that's it, I'm going back to England. I'm not being treated like this. So for a week, I never went to my class and I saw some, some of the boy students say, what happened? Why have you not been to class? And I said, because I'm a student of Chutti, I'm not, it doesn't matter if I'm a girl or a boy, I'm left on my own. I never have anybody to talk to apart from Ramachandran. And they said, um, we didn't realize we were treating you with respect. And they slapped me on the back and said, please come back to class. And from that day on, I was an honorary boy and I had such lovely friends and they would talk to me and we'd go as a group, we'd go to the cinema together and life became more enjoyable. But even then, I never ever um, did anything but chutti when I was with Kalamandalam. So again, as part of my training was how to be a woman traveling from temple to temple with 30 men. And some of them, major, major artists, the equivalent of, you know, top ballet dancers. You know, I was with the creme de la creme of, of Katakali artists, the, the, the most highly experienced artists. And it was such an honor. I used to sit on the boxes at the back of the bus uh, where all the other costumers and chutti artists, the actors and musicians were sitting at the front of the bus with the seats. We were on the boxes and I loved it. But it was, wasn't easy um, for them to be so close to a woman applying makeup on, on their faces. So because I acted with such respect, I got away with it. For us, for other women, now there are a few female chutti artists, but one of the problems they have is they can't tour. Um, they, they will do local performances, but not tour. Whereas I used to do performances on my own. I'd be the only chutti artist. And because I, was accepted um, it works out okay because when I'm doing chutti I'm a chutti artist mm. and I've really made that very very important that I'm not I'm not a female I'm a chutti artist and I'm doing my job like they're doing their job. Wow yes Vijay Kumar. I think because in Katagali when Katagali began and um, only the men performing all the characters, not the female. So that is also a reason the female was not come to study Kadhali Chutti or uh, uh, other characters because Kadhali's, because I'm specialist in female characters. In Kadhali's, all the characters performed by men. Um, I think because 
in our drama we got a good character bad character evil character this is a character of the female so the female performing by men because in kathakali actually that is must understand we got a two kind of a acting one is a natural acting then other one is a abstract acting the abstract acting is act by male characters the female by female character is a natural acting and the 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 drama have to put together to make that link so you have to begin to the natural act then go into abstract act but the still people want to understand and you need to make a link with that so that's why all the kathakali perform or artists by men because the your question was why parbra is a first female chutti artist that's i'm trying to explain because of the kathakali is a male performing art form the kudiyattam is female performed by female because that was before kathakali but i think that is only a reason is that 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 female uh, characters is performed by you know um, the chutti artist no before barbara was no in the percent of female in but now is some people are coming but is a problem is is yeah, barbara said it's not easy to traveling around village to village temple to temple doing the shows yeah yeah because well, sorry yeah sorry yeah. barbara carry on um we used to travel on on a kalamandalam bus and when we were going temple to temple remember this is 40 uh, 40 years ago it's a long time ago um they'd stop the bus all the men would go in the river and have have a bath well i couldn't do that so i'd have to find an house and ask them if i could have a, a a shower in their house so again if you're a group of men you don't want to be bothered with this woman that has to find a bathroom all the time <laughs> and and going to the toilet in them days the men had just go outside um uh, the and and do what they have to do <laughs> of course yeah i couldn't do that so I, it was a bit of a you know it was difficult for them as well as for me but i think if you really want to do something you'll you'll do it you'll make it happen well but that's something you both have definitely done because you're now uh you're speaking to me from from your home in southampton am i correct yes, yes. so tell us about that how did you end up in southampton from kerala and and why <laughs> yeah that is yeah barbara you know um when i finished my uh, kalamandalam my study and barbara said the beginning um, she come to study our uh, revision uh, her um, chutti and so that's why you, then i was talking to barbara i remember one of the temple show in the dressing room and uh, it, the problem in kerala is when you finish the course and you can't get a job where can you go so we you are only getting a performances in the season season is a temple's festival that is only a Uh, three months maybe about three months how many shows you can get a year so we were talking starting to talking and kind of stuff and uh, that, that time miss barbara said look what we can do i can start because i know the theaters in 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 uk i know the arts council and the, you know the local authorities and barbara did the 10 years of touring so that is we started to thinking of to bring kathakali to uk so then uh, barbara said said okay we can start what a full set of the costumes 
and we brought a, we got entire you know with the costumes we got the music instruments we got everything here to start so was it then the need for um for for work and was that what brought you to the uk yes to use your art form yeah but, yeah you, know, you make money start, from it because you need to yeah you yeah. want to set up and then we brought the artists from india they start into the touring and um, the different is um because so many other kathakali troupe going abroad or other art forms dance bharatanatyam or mohiniattam you me and barbara still in uk and we doing the education work for the people understand what kathakali is we going to schools and colleges and theaters and doing next workshops solo performances and year round is continuation 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 that is a developing the audience so well, you know, from what i've read from the work you've both done in the uk with all these workshops and uh, educational material absolutely fascinating but to put it into perspective for the listeners could you explain what the scene in in the uk was for kathakali when you first arrived did anyone know what that was no oh, no if we said where does kathakali come from um we were in scotland and a, a little girl said paisley <laughs> they didn't know where it came from they didn't know what it was and when kathakali did come over to perform in sadler's wells and big major london theatres the artists would come off the aeroplane onto a coach to the hotel to the theatre and back again and i thought when we bring kathakali to britain this has got to change first thing we did was open the makeup so people could drop in and see the makeup see the costumes meet the artists so they were beginning to build up a relationship before the show then the workshops what is kathakali um we i i said to be, because remember i'm a chutti visual artist um but i structure the workshops and i said to vijaya can you do a little bit of kathakali it was like looking at a tsunami there was so much there was eyes face emotion feet toes elbows hands gestures feeling i said whoa we've got to slow this down so instead of just doing the whole lot we started off with the character the male and female characters how they move differently so that is so easy to see because our workshops are not about what we can do it's about how the group the participating group can develop and learn so start off with something easy then looking at the um the the sign language that's used and sign theater is something that people are not familiar with anyway so that was strange but exciting i mean people loved learning how to make a sentence out of their finger shapes then learning about the emotions facial expressions and then the rhythm and putting it all together so it would take 1 hour to learn one word destroyed in full body with rhythm and that grew and developed where we were working with uh, puppet theater students where we were looking at images from sound and using classical kathakali and abstract central ocean stream by putting them together we were creating some incredible abstract performance art 
and students, if they didn't do the center ocean stream visual section, but they would develop their own sign language, their own gestures, their own emotions. So they'd be building up a picture of Katakali, the classical version, and next to it, a version of their own imagination and both were equal. So when they finished, they could create a new piece of work using the foundation that they'd learned from Katakali, but very important, without imitation. It would be new work and you shouldn't be able to recognize any Katakali in it, but see very precise, rich, detailed work that communicates a story or communicates an abstract piece of work. So we've specialized in that now since 19, um, well, if you bring in the Central Ocean Stream training since 1977 and Katakali came in in 1988. So we've specialized in working with Katakali without imitation for ages from primary right through to professional artists. And, and every single workshop is structured. It's not about learning a piece of Katakali, but learning how Katakali is put together by dissecting it and how each of them elements can be used creatively without imitation, but always with respect. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. And do you feel that when you came to the UK and you, you, you know, you taught these schools and uh, taught all the people about th this art form that you've been training in for years and years, what were the challenges that you faced? Because yeah. I can assume to preserve such such an intricate art form must be quite difficult. Were there any cha challenges that you faced? Yeah, the kids used to laugh their heads off. Yeah. The oh. minute minute which I've demonstrated they'd laugh now we didn't want the children to feel bad about laughing it was a natural reaction so I'd ask them what are you laughing about and they'd always say the eyebrows going up and down and I was said well don't worry about it because that's why we've come and by the end of the workshop I promise you will understand what you're looking at and that made them not feel guilty that they couldn't understand or they found it funny. It made them think that's all right and move on from it and learn. And the very last question of a workshop, if you see something you don't understand, what do you do? Do you laugh and giggle and run away? Or what do you do? And they always say, learn about it, ask about it. And that is the foundation of all learning. If you don't know, discover. And that's how we grow as a civilization. Yeah, but when are we going to the schools, uh, because in Kathakali, we are using the sign language and we're using the facial expression and we're using the body language and nonverbal communication. And example, um, one of the head teacher uh, after the workshop and um, he telephoned and he said, so we are so glad you came to our school and um, when I said, I said to be also very glad and we enjoyed it and said, no, no, more than that, because he said, well, two kids in that school, their parents are deaf. They don't know. So they know the sign language, but when they're going to the school, they are not showing the signing because they feel shamed. And when 
I am performing and I am telling the story through a sign language, they suddenly, they thought, this is fantastic. And after that, they thought, look, you know, you, you are brought them so proud of their parents' sign language and then now they are teaching to sign language their other friends. So, you know, you, you never know which way you are developing and which way you are growing. And so that is, you never know. That, that, is, that is the beauty of when you are going to the school and colleges and teachers, you know, even little kids. And uh, one of them, I remember uh, after the show, we went, we went to see the one of the family, I think. This little kid came back from um, uh, school saying to them, the sign language of flower, you know, and, and when smiling and it, it's, it's development, isn't it? You know, it's understanding mm. But the flower. Mommy, well, need a smell, you know, the flower is, it's just, you know, it's, it's, that is the imagination. You're creating an imagination, the children's mind. So that is always uh, when our workshop is not teaching have become a Kathakali performer to understand what Kathakali is, and then, then they can use the elements to their dance or a drama or a music or a painting or whatever you like. So that's the way our education is doing in this country or other countries, you know, when we, where are we going, yeah. And the impact goes beyond just the art form or the drama or the makeup, it goes deeper than that. Um, yeah. And I'm sure you, you must feel very fulfilled doing what you do and making this art form accessible. Um, I, I'm just seeing that we're running out of time slightly, but I did want to touch on something else and that's the concept of identity. So the two of you have lived now in the UK for, for many, many years. If I was to ask you both, how do you, how would you identify yourself? I know you can, you can use any words that you, you wish, anything that comes to mind. How would you identify yourself? Perhaps Barbara, you could start? This is a problem because um, I'm almost in reverse because if there is a past life, I've always been Indian. This is the first time I've ever been British. And when I am in Kerala, we have an house in Kerala. I'm in Kerala. I would love to have a darker skin because I stand out like a sore thumb. And people say, you are coming from? And I say, Cherutruti. No, no, you are coming from? <laughs> I have a home in Kerala, family in Kerala, friends in Kerala, but I'm always seen as the foreigner. And I would just love to blend in. And when I had my accident earlier this year, I uh, and fell, I needed emergency surgery where I had to have a blood transfusion. And I am so happy because I now have Kerala blood in my body. Oh, so wow. I, a real Malayali. <laughs> Incredible. So wanting to be a Malayali or an Indian is something I, I would love to be because I feel Indian inside. But from the outside, I, I'm just so obviously that I'm from, from a Western country. Well, Barbara, um, you say that you wish you had darker skin and you wish you were you know, from Kerala, but because you are a white woman who came from the UK, it's because of that you've been able to have the impact that you've had on uh, people in, in, in Southampton, in the UK, around the world. There's no other way you could have done it, really. So I think you should well, be really proud of yourself. But you've got a bad side also. Because yes. Barbara, 
is coming to study and Barbara know Kathakali. I know Barbara, when we book in the show, Barbara explaining what Kathakali is and explained what we can do, what we can do, what show, we can do the stories and all elements through the telephone, the theaters, anywhere in the country or other side, part of the world. The problem is when you are in this dressing room, sometimes it's people come in and they want to talk to the artists and Barbara gets the reverse about the racism. racism because they yeah. think Barbara is a Western woman. She don't know nothing about. Yeah. And they say, are you traveling with the group? So, you know, yeah. how I, do you, how, how I think do you're the groupie. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How did they let you go with them? And do you know their names? Yeah. I said, well, one of them's me husband. Of course I know his name. <laughs> and I, I was once asked, can we, it was an, someone interviewing from a newspaper. Can I speak to one of the artists? I said, yeah, you can speak to me. I'm the makeup artist. He said, no, not you, a real one. Wow. And that really hurt. Mm. And, yeah, and that is I a... get that all the time, all the time. Yeah. This kind of reverse racism yeah. because I'm not Indian. <laughs> when we are when we are touring, and we, you know, sometimes it's uh, people from Kerala, they come into the dressing room and this newspapers or a uh, if somebody wanted to know it and asking to them what Kathakali is and kind of stuff, not Barbara or me, mm -hmm. because of that, they think people from Kerala and they knew Kathakali, they don't basically. Yeah. 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 And well, yeah. well, so maybe I'm diverging a bit here, but it's so fascinating. I, I do want to go on a little bit longer. And um, what was it like for your families, especially for you, Vijay Kumar, when you, when you and Barbara got married and moved to the UK? How was that taken? I I terrible. I don't think it's terrible, uh, but and I, <laughs> Barbara uh, says otherwise. So I <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I I I think if I told because my dad is a very um, very uh, what they call well educated and well open minded, you know, and person, and he 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 have no any problem. But I don't know my others, uh, my uh, other brothers or uh, you know they they agree with that. But what we've done is a different ways. And I said to Barbara, look, if I tell them I want to marry you, maybe they're saying object. What we can do, we married first, then tell them. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. deal with the consequences after. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, so that we've done is, and I was here and uh, arranged the marriage, to the, uh, the register marriage, and we done the marriage. And then we told them we married. So yeah. what they can do? <laughs> do you know, oh, there you go. Exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, it, well, thank you for that. Sorry, Barbara. Yeah. Carry on. It cost us £100 for our marriage, <laughs> for our wedding. Yeah. Oh, well, people, everybody, all of them said, oh, this is not going to last a couple of years. You're going back. You know, it's 30 <laughs> years. I'm <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll look, at, look at it now. So yeah. Yeah. thanks oh, yeah, for that. <laughs> <laughs> Vijay, could, could I ask you the same question I asked Barbara? How do you identify yourself? Um, I had a, you know, when I, because my sector is in art forms, because we're doing a, going to the colleges or theatres and performing, and we always get that welcome. I never had any a, a big trouble, you know, uh, uh, but I, I think um, I'm okay because, but when I'm going to India, they think, you know, I am left Kathakali, but I am doing more than Kathakali, Kathakali artists in India because sometimes we do nearly 200 workshops a year, 
you know, going to school to college, you know, up and up. But identify-wise in this country, I think people think, yeah, it's fine. It, to me, it's fine. I never had any uh, any racism or, um, any, you know, um, I, I, I like here. Yeah, I like the education work I'm doing. I like that we bring the troop here, touring around the theaters and colleges and, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, life is pretty good. Good. And what about, I know you have grandchildren, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so children and grandchildren, how was it bringing them up? How did you like instill your heritage and culture in them? And did, no, are, no. are they into Kathakali at all or? No, 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 no. It, it, We always leave it to them, their yeah. choice. But our little grandson, Bradley, if we said, who's your favorite Kathakali artist? He'd say, Gobiasha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sat on Gobiasha's knee, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and also our son, Billy, um, when we went to Kerala, he would sit and wait for Ashan to perform. And we just dragged him everywhere we went. He'd, he'd sleep in the dressing room on a piece of sacking. And, it, and we used to go around Europe as well in the back of our van, uh, sleeping in our van. And when he were about 15, he said, you've never given me a proper holiday. What he really meant was a package deal to Ibiza. Yeah. <laughs> We'd always dragged him to Brazil or Bali or anywhere else we were working, we, we'd always take him with us. But I think Vijaya is is very Western and I'm very Eastern. So that's, I think I would, I would mix. Once I used to have a little shrine and I'd be ringing this bell and he came in and said, what are you doing that for? I said, I'm wishing you happiness. He said, well, shut up, I can't hear telly. <laughs> it's not that bad no, really. no. <laughs> the, the thing is uh, I can relate with uh, normal human beings anywhere in the world you know so does it matter to me is uh, you know I to me is Barbara is Barbara you know yeah. or uh, you know it's a Chinese person it's, it's a person so we got the friends African you know friends all over the world all over the places uh, you know so I'm not, I'm, you know, I like everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about, you know, Naga Manchetti on the news. When you see her, you see her as Naga. Mm. You don't see her as as anything else. She's She's gone beyond racism and she's got this incredible personality. You just see her. Mm. And I think that's a person is a person, regardless of what color their skin is. And I just wish that everybody is treated equally with respect and nobody tries to force their opinions onto anybody else because that uh, that is something that's personal and should be respected. That's wow. Well, mm. thank you so much for that. I think we've run out of time, but yeah. that was a great way to end the interview. Um, right. But just before we go, I wanted to ask, is there anything you'd like to tell us about any upcoming events or, you know, any, any work that you're doing that you'd want to spread the word about? Yeah, um, because of COVID, like everybody else, we have been devastated. All Everything was cancelled or postponed. Um, and, and now with this second wave coming along, 
I, I thought with the virus, we, we'd be okay, but it looks like things are going worse. And it's just like keeping calm and keeping still um, and, and being patient. And we've got this incredible heritage lottery project, which is celebrating the people of Kerala in Croydon, involving Croydon Museum and Sangeeta, the local Kerala community, uh, your mum leather, and also Arts Council. the Arts Council have been helping us. Yeah. But this now, the Heritage Project, won't be happening until 2022 because everybody feels that next year will be recovering from what's happened this year and it won't really be till 2022 before people feel um, at ease to come and see a performance or join in a workshop. So we're keeping our eye on that and hoping that eventually we'll be able to do things but between now and then we'll be making films, writing more books because I've written lots of books about wow pairing Katakali with um, Celtic storytelling and the history of the sign language. I'll, I'll send you some. Yeah. Please what do, am, yes. What yeah. I am doing is, uh, you know, in Kathahali is using the sign language. I am trying to make a dictionary that people understand. So what I'm thinking of, you loading to the uh, YouTube or, um, you know, people can download it and they can understand it. Because um, like a language, you know, if you know the lang sign language, they can easily can follow the stories and communicate. So that is what we are doing, uh, I'm doing at the moment. But this is might be uh, something, what they call uh, this Corona thing is something, um, I don't know, is new normal or something of a lesson of, or a, I don't know the god or goddess is up there or or watching us is to to teach a lesson to new you know um, I don't know how to explain this. This is a very very uh, frustrating, difficult time for uh, everyone, isn't it? You know, entire world is struggling to how to get out from this. So wait and see what happened. In you know, we don't know. This is end of the human race. Who knows? Wait and see. But it's really yeah. odd. It's yeah. really odd that these tiny viruses are now attacking us. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And there's and, variations now as well. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and humans yeah. are, are just part of life on this planet, and we're being attacked by something we can't even see. And I think we've never experienced anything like this, not in my lifetime. And it's almost like um, it's giving us time to think, to rethink what, what, what we're doing with our lives and to be more aware of the planet that we're living on. And what Vijaya wants to do is to create a, a new performance based on oppression and pollution. And we then want to take that into primary schools and junior schools because very young children are so passionate about what's happening to the earth. So it's giving them a voice 
to introduce some of their ideas into this new story and to to be able to express how they feel because when um the young young people of today they've got to clear up this mess and it's we've really really got to do something about the state um, that the earth is in right now and and the way oppression of other people it's not acceptable in any society that anybody should be treated disrespectfully or cruelly we've got to work together we've got to understand each other we've got to celebrate each other and support each other and care for each other and if the arts can do anything to inspire or point this out then we're very fortunate to be part of that message which is come together care about each other support each other and look to the future well I, th I think if we can take anything from this interview it's that 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 last couple of minutes right there barbara so thank you for that message both of you thank you for coming on and talking about your journey and thank you for all the work you've done in the uk uh, around the world um, and I'm really, really excited to see where you take this um, and sky is the limit. So, you know, COVID, it's a thing, but we'll get through it together. Thank yeah, you very hopefully. much. Yeah, that is, that is, we need a hope, we need a positive, isn't it? Yeah. Positive exactly. thing. Yeah, yeah. We will yeah. get through we it. We will get through it, yeah. You, it's yeah. like riding the white stallion. Yeah, one minute, one minute yeah. you think everything all right there, then you suddenly you think you're not all right. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so. it's the hurdles we all go through, but I know the two of you will definitely come out strong. So thank you very yeah. much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.